an ACT opportunity with Jim's test and tag and fire safety. Hello and welcome to Eden Exchanges. Today we spoke to Don McInnes, who is a franchisor for Jim's test and tag and fire safety in ACT and regional Canberra. Don shared with us the details of business opportunities currently available in the ACT with Jim's test and tag and fire safety, the dynamics of the ACT market, and discussed what makes the opportunity ideal for the right person. Welcome everyone, my name is Raghu and I'm here with Frank Zemus from Eden Exchange. Hello everyone. Today we're joined by Don McGuinness, who's a regional franchise for Jim's Test and Tag and Fire Safety in the ACT. Thanks a lot for joining us today, Don. No worries, it's great to be here, guys. All right, firstly, Don, can you just tell us a little bit about your background, how you got into the area, and also some of the opportunities now presenting themselves in the ACT with Jim's Test and Tag? Yeah, no problems at all. Um, my history with the gym group is going back uh, probably near 17 years now. Um, I started originally in Albury-Wodonga by purchasing a gym's mowing franchise, uh, and I operated that for just under two years. When the opportunity for gym's test and tag arose, I actually come from an electronics background, so it was a pretty good fit to me. Uh, so I've been involved with gym's test and tag and gym's fire safety right from its inception through to where we are today. Um, taking on the role of a master franchise owner or regional franchisor approximately about 12 or so years ago and, again, built that up over time, started with one area and ended up owning um, several areas in that role. In regards to the ACT, we have, I guess, multiple opportunities in the ACT right at the moment from someone who's wanting to um, start a business from scratch and, you know, in, uh, indulge in the, the challenge of building a business from the ground up through to opportunities where we have some of our existing guys that are too busy at the moment to keep up with the volume of work they have who are interested in um, selling off a bit of their customer base to a new person coming in, right through to we have our longest serving franchisee there who's ready to move on and he has quite a large business that's turning over, you know, up around $200,000 a year for someone who's wanting to come into quite a well-established business and, um, you know, grab that opportunity and run with it. So tell us a little bit about the, your, your clients in the, in the ACT there. Are they, is it a mixture of uh, business, government, both? Um, yeah, Frank, it's, it is a real mix. Um, Canberra is one of those different sort of environments because you do have so much government uh, style of client there. So a lot of the guys do quite a bit with various government bodies and embassies and all sorts of things in Canberra where guys in other areas wouldn't have those opportunities to do it. And then they have, you know, again, the normal mix of clients from tradies to medium businesses into quite large businesses as well. So there is a, uh, a real mix across the ACT of the type of client they look after. Yeah, and there is a fair amount of technical know-how in testing and tagging. And how does Jim's test and tag help the technically challenged um, you know, get involved with a business, whether it be a new franchisee or whether it be someone uh, taking on board some of the larger businesses that are already well-established in Canberra? Yeah, look, great question, Raghu. Um, as a group, probably one of our strengths is to be able to help someone who may think they're going to lack a little bit technically. Um, they're put through quite a, you know, extensive training program at the front end that encompasses sort of 19 days. Um, in saying that, we don't expect them to walk out of that 19 days thinking that they, they know everything. And that's really where the power of, I guess, being in a franchise group comes into play. So 
you know, my direct role once they're on the road is to become their support person. Now, that might be technically, um, you know, as I said earlier, I've got a fair bit of experience in, in the group. But don't get me wrong, I don't expect um, that I know everything. But as a group, uh, we are really, really confident that there's nothing really that they're going to come across in their individual businesses that as a group we can't help and support them and get the answers or, you know, the clarification that they're sort of looking for. So in that regards, we're, yeah, we're pretty confident. Yeah. And tell me, um, as, a, as, as, a, as a regional franchisor, what, what is your what, – what's a typical day look like for you? Um, yeah, just give us a bit of a snapshot of, of you know, sort of, sort of day-to-day tasks and, and planning and, and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, it can be a really uh, interesting sort of day, I guess, Frank. Um, if I use today as an example, um, I started at 6.30 this morning where we ran an online Zoom meeting for our franchisees. Um, and, you know, we don't get everyone on board there, but we're getting a, a fair bit of traction with that. We're running that on a weekly basis now. So the guys can jump on. It's a pretty informal sort of session um, where they can get on and, you know, we can just generally chat around a challenge that maybe someone's having in their business. So kicked off this morning with that um, and that runs for about sort of 30 to maybe at most 40 minutes. Um, I have then personally spent uh, the rest of the day so far on the tools. You know, I've had a couple of phone calls from um, a couple of franchisees and another franchisor in the group uh, just over a couple of technical things and then also chatted to one of the boys, you know, just about a couple of little challenges that they're sort of um, having at the moment. And, you know, I guess I've got the luxury very shortly of now being able to uh, go and pick up the kids from school and, and start to run them to some of their after-school activities as you, you tend to do with kids. Brilliant. Sure. And, and you mentioned, like, the franchiser role is a lot about you know, support, some mentorship as well. Yep. I mean, how important that is that for someone coming in there new to take on uh, – a new test and tag business or even buy an existing one in Canberra or the ACT, sorry? Yeah, um, I reckon it's massive. Um, you know, over the journey, as I said, it's quite long that I've been with the group. Um, there is no doubt challenges when someone's starting a new business. A lot of the times we're taking someone who's come from an employment role, so they've never had to sort of really take care of themselves or or take control of their own destiny. So there's certainly some challenges and just some um, mentoring and support around that. Um, when we get into some of the larger businesses, it can be simple things like, you know, getting them to just take a breath every now and then. And we often use the analogy of, you know, eating the elephant. It's going to be really hard unless you break it down into bite-sized pieces. So it's just working with that person, breaking things down, getting it back to manageable levels, so that they're not being, I guess, overwhelmed by the, the journey that's in front of them. And I guess from their point of view is to have some assurance that we have done it before, we've made, um, you know, it's a successful transition before. And, again, just for them to sort of have that in the back of their mind and know that we're sort of going to help them along that journey because ultimately we want them to be successful as well. Yeah. Okay. Well, look um – we know that, like Jim's Test and Tag, is a franchise who's who you know your clients bring in repeat business. So, how how important is the customer approach? And again, um, how does your training and support help with that side of things? Yeah, look, Frank. In regards to I guess dealings with your customer, um, I might have a uh, a fairly simplistic view to it, but. I don't think we're much different to any other business. I, I really, truly believe that for you to be a success in 
this business, whether it's the test and tag side, the fire safety side, or any private business, the main thing you need to do is work on building relationships with your customers. Um, you know, the mechanics of it about what we do and how we do it and the service offering, yes, there's absolutely um, benefits to our customers there. You know, we offer multiple services, so we do become that uh, one-stop shop for them. But we really do get the guys to focus on building a relationship with your customer. The the better the relationship you can have with the customer, the more chances you've got of retaining that customer long-term and, and probably less chance of them shopping around for, for someone else to fulfil those services for them. Look, you mentioned a few separate different ACT opportunities there. Uh, what type of person do you think suits the type of businesses there? For example, you have new franchises up for grabs. You also have splits up for grabs. And you also have existing businesses that are up for sale. Uh, do you have any thoughts on who'd suit what? Yeah, you probably can appeal to a real mix with what we've got available at the moment, Ragu. Um, you know, that greenfield type scenario, or what we often refer to as a vacant franchise, uh, potentially suits that more entrepreneurial spirit where someone who wants to get out there and take control of their own destiny and build their little enterprise as such. You then, you know, maybe looking at someone who um, believes they have certain skills but may not be super confident about going out and, um, you know, having to build that business from scratch. So there's that opportunity there to be starting with a little bit of work to give them some security right through to that fully established business. And again, the the customer sale and the full business might have some similarities where you might have someone, and especially in the ACT, you know, in the ACT, people do earn good income in, in employment roles. So you might have someone who is wanting to be able to replace that, you know, potentially fairly substantial income from day one and not have to go through that journey of, of building the business um, from the ground up. So, yeah, there are probably different opportunities potentially may appeal to different type of people. Uh, Don, to anyone looking to buy a franchise in Canberra, is there any particular piece of advice you can give them? Look, um, I reckon I've said this in our last podcast and I'll, I'll probably say it again. I think if you've got to the point where you're starting to look at opportunity, there's obviously something that's not fitting quite right in your life at the moment, whether it's be, you know, your employment role is not fulfilling you, it's maybe not giving you the lifestyle that you want, it may not be giving you the financial freedom that you want. And I'd probably really just implore people to have a look at it with an open mind. Um, don't sort of prejudge it until you've you've got all the information and you can look into these businesses a long way before you have to make any sort of commitment. Um, have an idea in, I call it your gut feeling, whether you think you can you can make a success of this and probably um, believe in that. And at some stage, you know, be prepared to take that jump off the cliff. Um, as I've often said, you know, fortune favours the brave. And, you know, probably a little saying is, you know, uh, maybe not think about what might happen if it goes wrong, but what might happen if it goes right? And, you know, where could you potentially be in five years' time if you took that leap of faith and started your own business compared to what you're doing? And if you keep doing that, you're probably going to be in the same spot that you are in five years' time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of people wait, don't they? They, they wait, uh, wait till sort of next year or wait till uh, kids are grown up a little bit more or... You know what I mean? Like there's, there's always, um, I mean, people that we speak to, there's always, there's always seems to be a reason for, for waiting. Um, and 
Absolutely, Frank. People are always waiting for the right time. Yeah. And the reality is there's never a right time. Yeah. The right time to do something is now. And where do you, what are your goals for the, uh, the ACT region that you're taking care of now in the coming years? Yeah, look, Raghu, I'd like to build it up a little bit more. Um, the ACT, and, you know, I don't know whether we've mentioned in the past, but I look after the ACT, southeast New South Wales, and probably about a third of Victoria. Um, the ACT is a very different beast in what I look after. It is the only area that I look after that from time to time we simply cannot service the inquiry that comes in through our customer call centres. Um, so it is a different beast for people coming in and buying a business, but I could see the opportunity for growth in Canberra to be quite substantial over the coming years. And that potentially can really benefit the franchisees that are on the road there now and in the future. You know, they can get in, they can build a business up, they can sell a split off or a little bit of a customer base to someone coming in. So they really do have some great opportunities that potentially aren't quite as accessible, you know, across other areas that I look after anyway. And for some of the, I know it's a hard question to uh, always um, quantify, but what type of returns could someone be expecting if they uh, went ahead with one of these businesses? Yeah, look, I, um, I guess I'm always a little bit careful not to be just quoting our superstars, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, so get one of these businesses, you know, turning over potentially that sort of three grand a week is not a real challenge. And I think where we can really appeal to people, you know, someone might be earning 150 grand a year in an employment role, but they're probably working 80 to 100 hours a week to achieve that. Um, it's not a real stretch, especially in the ACT, to get one of these businesses sort of turning over that two and a half to three grand a week. And you're probably going to be doing that in, you know, 20 to 30 billable hours. So we're pretty confident at times we can replace a, a pretty good um, in income from their employment. Um, but be giving them back a lifestyle component that they're probably not uh, having at this stage whilst they are employed. So that's a pretty good offer. That's pretty hard to argue against, yeah. isn't it? 20, 20 yeah. a week for, for that sort of money. That, that's fantastic. And, and if there's anyone here, there'll be plenty of people listening who'd be interested in finding out more. I mean, what are the next sta stages in reaching out to you to discuss some of these opportunities? Yeah, look, just reach out to us in whatever forum works, whether it's through social media, jumping on our websites, uh, calling the 131546 number, whatever they feel comfortable with, um, just reach out, touch base with us. It's a pretty open um, pathway into business ownership. It's a fairly long journey if that's what you want it to be, um, and it's a pretty open one. So we're happy to provide as much information as we can if there's something you still want to know and it hasn't been provided to you, simply ask the question and we'll go out of our way to get that information back to you. So, yeah, I just really encourage them to reach out, have the chat. It may be for them. It may not be for them, but um, they won't know if they don't ask the question. Yeah, and it's, it's also important to note that, you know, the, the, the training for, t for Test and Tag is... is absolutely thorough. So, I mean, if you walk in there with, with, with no skills in in that field um, after the training, you, you, you're, you're a fully, uh, you're a full expert at it. Yeah, absolutely. You're going to know um, substantially a lot more in regards to, you know, test and tag and fire safety uh, after coming out of our training program than probably um, potentially some people who are currently working in either of those environments. So, yeah, we're pretty confident that our training delivers. Um, we're constantly reviewing it. We're constantly refining it, seeing where we can make areas better. 
Um, so, yeah, they're certainly going to come out with a lot more knowledge, that is for sure. Yeah, thanks for that, Don. And we do encourage anyone interested to head towards the Gyms Test and Tag uh, website and submit an inquiry, and, and one of the team will get back in touch with you very soon. Um, apart from that, there'll be a contact us box underneath this podcast, and please put your details now, and we'll be back in touch with you soon with the details. Apart from that, Don, it's been really informing about the Canberra and ACT market chatting to you today. And um, we do encourage anyone interested to make that plunge and get in touch with the team. Yeah, really appreciate your time, guys, and uh, look forward to talking to anyone who inquires. Thanks, Don. Cheers. Eden Exchanges was brought to you by the team at Eden Exchange. In this episode, we spoke to Don McInnes, franchisor for Jim's Tustin Tag and Fire Safety in ACT and Regional Canberra. For more information on this or any other episodes by Eden Exchanges, head to EdenExchange.com or www.BusinessBuyInvest.com. You can also find us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter and Instagram for recent updates on the buying and investing business world. You can subscribe to this series on iTunes or Stitches if you're using Android. Thanks for listening.